When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of the Inside of the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our best to get as much recruiting intel to you with Inside the 20-minute mark. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Joined, as always, I'm Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Mr. What's Keith up, Niebuhr, bro? how you doing, big dog? Good, man. Uh, checking spam, getting spam calls <laughs> as we're doing this here. Bye week, right? Oh, yeah. Bye week yeah. They know you're uh, – welcome to the bye week, though, Keith. Welcome. Yeah, it, I'll tell you what. It, it took a while to get here, didn't it? it seemed like Jeez it Louise, man. Man, I'll tell you what. September was long – it was a long month, man. But, uh, hey, before we get started, we want to big how about you to Caleb Schofield, our man down in LaGrange, Georgia, at Mike Patton Auto. Give Caleb Schofield a call if you're looking for a new or used vehicle. Keith certainly did, and it paid off big time. Caleb's got a uh, – they sell new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and even Hondas, man. Honda's my favorite car, to be honest with you. I don't drive a car anymore, but if I did, it would be a Honda. Maybe a Toyota. I don't know. I'm a Japanese man. Uh, but anyways, all used cars have to pass a multi-point point inspection before they even sell them. They back those used cars with a free three-month, three-mile warranty. The new cars are even better because they, they come with a little free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage, big-time deal right there. And if you're not in the market, like myself, refer somebody to Caleb. He'll give you 300 bucks. Pretty good deal. Caleb Schofield there at Mike Patton Auto in La on the Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996. Keith can attest to the man and his vehicles. You love that Bronco, don't you, yeah, big dog? I wanted that Bronco the minute I saw it. And I had a Jeep. I love Jeep Wranglers, but I, I love that Bronco. Uh, it was a car I wanted. It was a style I wanted. I, I wanted one. Uh, I, I don't need all the extra stuff. I, I'll save the twenty grand and, and get it. And not You're a basic that. dude, right? I mean, yeah, but yeah, but I'll tell you what, it's a great car. I got the cactus gray. They made it easy. I mean, once we finally sat down and did the deal, it was just a couple hours and it was over with. And uh, I love it. And you remember that movie in the movie Vacation where Chevy Chase is driving and and he's picturing himself with Christy Brinkley riding with him in the car and he's smoking the cigarette. That's how I feel every time I get in this. Car. Oh, yeah. It's, oh. it's an awesome ride. The top comes down. I mean, it's a it's a. Probably going to add and, 10 years to my life, to be honest with you, Jeffrey. Yeah. And, and, and yet, yeah. somehow you're still single. Well, I mean, it's a it's a lifestyle <laughs> choice, Jeffrey. <laughs> you're, you're married to your Bronco. I, I know that somebody this great could be could be available. But, um, oh. yeah, well, let's talk recruiting. Enough about Let's that. do. Let's Enough do. Life. But be honest with Keith, yeah. and I think we've talked about this on off the air, but, man, you know, for Auburn to be having the season they are – and the drama that's coming with it, the uncertainty of the coaching change, if and when, for all of that, 
we somehow have had some positive buzz around recruiting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I look at the eleven commitments, and and, and I and I look at it from an impartial view. And look, they're good. It's not a, an elite list. It's not. Don't right. I, absolutely. But it's not terrible either. And again, given the circumstances, and and listen, these recruits and their families, they read these websites like ours. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They they know what's going on. Okay. Now they don't know what the resolution, the final resolution is going to be, and uh, and who. If, if change, you know, they don't know what the future holds, but they sure. they see what we see. And yet people are still committing that. And that says one, a, a good deal about the staff. They're working hard as they should. They're playing to the whistle, as I like to say. Uh, but also it says a lot about Auburn. And we mentioned this on the, mm-hmm. on the show that we did Sunday night that there's a lot to sell. Great school, great program, great facilities, uh, great place to live, great dorm situation, close to the athletic facilities, close to where they eat, uh, a town that is uh, – you know, the life of the community, the lifeblood of the community is the football program. So there's so much to sell. And to their credit is they are selling it. Now, if you're an Auburn fan, you still want to see some wins, um, not only in the football field, but you wanted to, you want to see some recruiting wins over, uh, over elite programs. Now, the reality is that might not happen until the situation's resolved one way or the other. But in the meantime, you know, you pick up an offensive lineman, Clay Whedon, last week. Uh, probably a developmental guy, but some uh, it's definitely a good piece of clay with which to work. Um, no pun name, intended. What, what's that? No pun intended. What? Yeah, piece, of, piece of yeah, clay yeah, in which to work. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. In, they've got a lot of irons in the fire. I mean, they're going to see a lot of guys this week. <clears throat> now, the truth is, they're going to have to hold off for their top recruits committed, the Jeremiah Cobbs of the world. They're going to probably have to hold off some people. So it's a constant work. Uh, it's it, it is constant work. Excuse me. And the last staff. You know, the last staff for about three years, Jeffrey, you'll remember the last three years had to deal with uncertainty, the cloud of uncertainty hanging over their head. And it does. Yeah, there's a reason why those last few Gus Malzahn classes weren't what his first few classes were. Mm -hmm. It does catch up to you. But all all things considered, um, you know, there's some keepers here, I think, in this class. Talk about some of the guys I know you had uh, in the War Room Plus this morning on Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, man, you're, you're really missing out. We've got a lot of great intel coming out this week, as we always have. And I'm sure there will be coming in the uh, in the weeks ahead. Auburn Live on 3, 50% off annual subscription right now. One week free. Try to check us out. You will not regret it. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube page, please click like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Yeah, Jeffrey, there's inflation out there that's through the roof, but our prices are, are staying the same or getting lower. Basement. So you're getting, so you're getting more for the what's your dollar. I I can't get the words out, but it's yeah. worth the deal. Let's put that. Way. Yeah. I don't work for the Federal Reserve, you know what I mean? But I but it, it look it's pretty good deal right now. But I, I continue your thought. I'm sorry. I don't know it now. No, it was about uh, <laughs> it was about uh, the recruiting where you had the War Room yeah. Plus up this morning. Um, several. <laughs> Stops have been noted. There will be several more, but the the ones we know of right now, I think you had Rock Bellantoni going to some schools, Christian Robinson going to some schools. I had Brian Harson today in Alabama was going to Sarah Land, Mobile Christian, Viger High School today this afternoon. Uh, re, re, uh, re- yeah. Well, I'll let you talk about Harson, but but uh, when I'm done here, but what um, we know Rock Bellantoni, so he's your South Florida area recruiter. We know that's an area that's vital to Auburn recruiting. I mean, you don't have to send 10 guys a year down there. But historically, Auburn's done great down there. The kids love getting away from that that hustle bustle of South Florida. Uh, the ones that lo- like getting away from it seem to really enjoy Auburn. So 
Uh, later this week, he's going to go to see one of their commits, Wilkie Denod, who's a four-star edge. We think he'll probably may move inside at some point uh, because he's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, but, you know, FSU is certainly hanging around. He visited FSU over the weekend, Wilkie did. Uh, the feeling is if FSU, at least on the FSU side, if they push, it could get interesting. So for Auburn, the timing's pretty good. You got your open week, you go by, you uh, you get to see this kid face-to-face, and uh, he knows that you care. He knows that you still want him. You're going to his school. So that's significant. Uh, also Thursday, Rock is going to see uh, – he's going to stop by a lot of schools in Port Lauderdale, in Port Lauderdale area. That those include the four big ones, the ones with the elite programs down there historically. Dillard, Plantation American Heritage, St. Thomas Aquinas. We know that program well. Uh, and also Hollywood Chaminade Madonna, which is home to Edwin Joseph, the four-star cornerback that Auburn's recruiting. I don't know if they're even in his top two or three yet, but he was there for the Auburn LSU game and has said he'll return for an official visit. So you're just kind of making yourself, making your presence known down there, uh, hitting schools, letting people see that Auburn logo. Uh, talking to coaches. You can't really talk to the recruits, but talking to coaches, uh, who else do you have? What young guys do you need? Because it's one thing to for a coach at, let's say, St. Thomas Aquinas, who's Roger Harriet, to say, hey, I've got these young guys. Keep an eye on them. Well, you go watch the film, but when you go to the school, uh, granted, you can only say hi to these guys, but you get to eyeball them. Mm-hmm. And for young guys, what does this guy's body look like? Holy cow, look at that guy. All right, let me mark that down. That's going to be a guy we need to pay attention a little bit more closely to. So there's all kinds of that stuff going on, building relationships, renewing relationships. And people say, well, wait a second. If, if a coaching change is impending, why put in the effort? Well, because, again, you're selling Auburn as much as anything else. You're not just selling yourself and the, the staff around you. you got to sell the program. So um, uh, those are going to be some big stops. Then Friday, obviously, the really big one, Ruben Bain and the Miami Central kids. And that includes Stan Quan Clark, the linebacker that Auburn's pushing for. He's going to officially visit Auburn in November. I believe the Auburn coaches, Jeffrey, and I think you know that you've written this too, are going to go to the Miami Central, Miami Columbus game. There'll be more than a dozen Division One prospects in that game. And they're going to hit a bunch of schools Friday in Miami. Now, Thursday, when Rock hits, when Rock Bellantoni hits some of these schools, Zach Etheridge, the secondary coach, Auburn's going to join him down there. So he'll get to eyeball some of these DB targets in, in uh, mm. Broward County where there are a lot of them. And then Friday, I believe Christian Robinson, the linebackers coach, is going to join him for, for part of the day. And they're going to go see some guys, including a young linebacker at Miami Norland that's a 2024 kid. So, you know, you're constantly just we're recruiting. You know, it's this is the week. These guys are itching to get out there and rebuild, reconnect with college, uh, with the high school coaches, learn about the young guys. So it's just going to be a significant week. Now, those are just the ones we really know about. Right. Coaches all over the place. We, we know that. We just don't have all the visits uh, designated yet. So, so Rock will, and Christian Robinson, Christian Robinson will come down Friday. We'll see Stanquan Clark. Rock will see Ruben. Uh, I think you wrote uh, Christian Robinson also was going to see sometime this week Arian Carter, the four-star linebacker from yeah. Memphis. Another guy uh, is Edwin Spillman. He's a 2024 four-star linebacker. I think he's from the Lipscomb, Nashville area, so he's on the other side of Tennessee. But yeah. uh, as far as Harson today with Sarah Land, Viger, Mobile Christian, I think the biggest recruit on, out of those three schools is the four-star edge in the 2024 class, Sterling Dixon. We also have the Ryan Williams kid. Uh, I knew there was somebody else, man. Yeah, I, I, I just thought of it right now. The, the, okay, the, I knew there was a – yes. That's right, 2025 receiver at Sterling, just committed to Bama, but yep. you know, his dad signed with Auburn out of high school. That's right, just committed to Bama. I think Auburn offered him a few months ago. That dude's yeah. a stud yeah. from everything that I've seen yeah. and heard. Yeah. That dude's a yeah. 
That dude's a stud. But Sterling Dixon, the four-star edge from Mobile Christian, 2024 guy. He's going to make a commitment December the 1st. Auburn, Alabama, LSU presumed to be the kind of the, the front runners there. Auburn has is leading in the on-three RPM, but I think it's because he's been to Auburn probably more than any of the other two schools. At this point, Keith, if I'm Auburn or non-Auburn, I'm, I'm going with not-Auburn. Not, not uh, I don't know if it's Alabama or LSU or wherever, but I don't feel as confident with Auburn in Auburn's chances as the on three RPM. Yeah, I agree with you. I think over the summer, the word was the kid was really into Auburn mm-hmm. and was closing in on a commitment to Auburn. But then he visited Bama, got the Bama offer. Right. Um, I think the people at Auburn thought that he still may commit at Big Cat Weekend, and I, I think they think that maybe the family didn't really want him to, wanted him to hold off, and and now. Um, you know, it does seem like Auburn may be running third right now. But, again, he's 2024. You know, we're, we'll have to see what happens at Auburn with the coaching situation, whether it's an announcement of stability, keeping this, you know, the mm-hmm. current regime, which, you know, we don't think is going to happen, but who knows? I don't rule out anything. Or you move on to the next step, and then we'll have to see how that group, one, they have to identify whether they would want him, right? Does he fit what a new staff would want if there is a new staff. And then two, how does he feel about those guys? So there's so many unknown variables at this time. It's, it's really been a challenge for us. I feel like we're, it's, it's been hard to get your arms around it, but I feel like we're keeping people in the loop pretty well. Yeah. And I, and I think it's big to note and you stressed this earlier, but you know, people are saying, you know, where's this momentum coming with all this going on. And, and I mean, Auburn, is, is a desirable place for a lot of these kids. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then you throw in uh, what we consider to be a, kind of a, an NIL collective on the up. Yeah. That, that's at least par with some of the rivals, or at least what we're hearing. Um, those two things are very, very important. I also think relationships with these coaches absolutely play a factor. I think Ruben Bain, uh, when you look at him, we talked, we talked about uh, Rock going to see him. There's such a good relationship there. Uh, Drew, Drew Fabianich also has a great relationship with Ruben Bain. Um, so there is a lot of things working for Auburn behind the scenes that you don't necessarily see on the field. And, you know, those recruits, we've talked about it, man. They want some. They want results. Don't get me wrong. But it, it, you're, you're not shoving them away by – having a three and four season up to this point. Now, when it comes to the Quay Russo's and the James Smith's, those guys, and, and even Reuben Bain to, to a certain extent, we, we know those guys want to play on the big stage. They you're do. not, you're not going to get those guys going with back to back losing seasons in the same coaching staff. Yeah. When they, they want to one, know who's going to be coaching. And yeah. then two, do I like these guys? Right. Well, they already know this staff. They have to then determine if they've liked the new guys and in a short period of time, you know, those first, if you make a change those first few weeks and those first few phone calls, boy, they're going to be significant because we've heard before, Jeffrey, both of I have heard before from re, uh, talking to multiple kids through the years, sometimes that first call is, is just an instant connection. And sometimes the kid will say, man, that guy didn't know anything about me. Yeah. You know, we, we've heard, you know, it's run, we've heard both. Um, so, yeah, it's significant. And, and, you know, Ruben Bain's an interesting one. And we've talked about this before. And I know you and I are both kind of thinking, man, should we put in a pit for Auburn? But I'm actually glad we held off and yeah. because he visited Florida State over the weekend. He's going to continue to visit other schools. Uh, I'll have more on him later this week. But it's, you know, guys like that, man, it's a roller coaster ride. One week you feel like, man, this could happen any day. And then the next week, you know, you know, you don't hear from the kid for a couple of days. So and I'm not saying that's what's happening with him per se. But it's um, when you start battling. And by the way, this is a good thing. Auburn getting in there and mixing it up for the elite kids again. That's that's a look. That's a step, okay? Because the last cycle, you know, Curtis Perry was one that they mixed it up oh. with. 
Yeah, I never felt he was going to Auburn, quite frankly. Um, that was uh, one of those you've seen it before. Between me and you, I mean, and everybody else listening, obviously. I think uh, for me, yeah, it was, don't tell anybody. You know, Reuben Bain, James Smith, Cray Russo, to me, those are higher. Those are guys more likely to play on Sunday than, than Curtis Perry. Absolutely. Uh, who was a, a, you know, an outstanding high school player. But uh, they're mixing it up. They're getting in there. Um, you know, they're still trying to flip guys. They're working on guys like Stanton Ramble, the offensive tackle oh, yeah. at, at Thompson High School at Alabaster. They're still trying to flip Keldrick Falk from FSU, although I think that one's going to be hard. We, I, I don't know. Again, there's so many ebbs and flows to these things, but FSU feels really good. But they're working on guys. Stan Quan Clark, the linebacker at Miami Central, well, he's committed to Louisville. And, um, you know, um, they're working on four-star guy, by the way, But and Miami is after him as well, and he's right there in their backyard. So there's constant movement, constant activity. And, you know, we've had people on the board say, well, it's good to see them finally out recruiting. Well, you know, up until this week, they've only been able to go on the road Friday nights. Yeah. Now, last week on a road game, you could maybe send a guy like Jimmy Brumbaugh out on a Thursday night and he could meet the team Friday. But they haven't had too many opportunities. And, you know, obviously you can you can say whether you like the plan or not to have your coordinators back on Friday night uh, doing team meetings and all that stuff. I, do you think that's a good plan? I don't know. Uh, but yeah. that is their plan. And and that's what they've been doing. But they've they this is really their first chance, their first week. Parson to get out on the road really hit a lot of schools. Again, somebody said on the board, Jeff, has Parson hit any schools? Well, no, they haven't had any off weeks. He's been to a game or two, but he's, you know, should he have gone to more games? I think so. It's not my call. I think so. But he wants to watch his son play. That's fine. That's that's his prerogative. But uh, that's not how I would have done it. Uh, but like as you said, I'm single. <laughs> I don't have any kids. So, uh, but they're out there this week. And is it is it too late? That's that's a, a fair question. Yeah. You know, that's a fair question. But again, I think there's a lot of moving parts. They're working hard. They're in it with a lot of kids. Um, and that's that's probably the best you could ask for, given the situation and the circumstances with the stability or instability of the coaching staff, plus the losses on the field. I mean, I don't, I don't know where else they could be right now, to be honest with you. It's, it's so difficult right now, it, especially to uh, – you mentioned Reuben Bain and not putting in a pick. I think it's going to matter if Rock Bellantoni is not here. I think it's going to matter if Drew Fabianich is not here for Ruben Bain. I really feel like those two guys are instrumental in Ruben Bain. If they are here, I really like Auburn's chances with Ruben Bain. I don't know that they're going to be here, which is why I'm reluctant to put in or hesitant to put yeah. in a pick. Now, and after the last week of gathering info, information on him, I don't know that I have – I'm going to have Reuben Bain at 75% on the hot board, maybe around six. I think Auburn's still the team to beat. I just don't think they're that big of a team to beat right now. Yeah, I don't I, I, It's so difficult to do that because you just don't know what's going to happen. Well, you I know, know Miami I, feels some great confidence there. Alabama's still in it. FSU's still hanging around. So, I, I just – I don't – yeah. I'm not as confident as I once was. I don't feel your confidence at all. I, I'm not saying they can't get them. There you go. NIL is this, you know, we don't know the NIL numbers, right? And that's the great, that's the great unknown right now, mm -hmm. right? That's the, that's the, uh, the X factor, the, the unknown variable. And so he, he may have an NIL situation that, that, that we don't know about that Auburn's is far, far better than anybody else's. And, uh, well, you know, when, you know, when we're, when we're putting in predictions, let's say I put in Ruben Bain to Louisville. Okay. Just, uh, 
and, and, and after he signs with Miami, we find out that he's had a $1.2 million NIL deal. Well, hell, man, I, if I'd have known that, I wouldn't have put him going to Louisville. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, it's going to make our jobs a lot harder. I, I kind of I, I kind of think it's fun, though, man. It, well, now, I will say this. Some people that cover certain schools, and, and, and Brett Whiteside and Beth Burkett, if you're listening, we love you guys. <laughs> they know we like them. We've always been good to them, and they've always been good to us, quite frankly, uh, Brett and Beth. Uh, but I do know that there are reporters that are floated these numbers, right? And <laughs> maybe you don't use them. Maybe you don't use them in stories, but maybe you use them in your analysis of where you think a kid might go. So maybe we'll start getting floated, <laughs> floated some numbers at some point. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, well, I mean, what if it's just a, you, a kid is a, you know, three times as much to go to UCLA than to go to Nebraska? Well, and if you don't know that, it, it certainly makes your job much harder. Uh, now, you would hope that uh, – and by the way, we should point out, kids very rarely bring any of that stuff up. Not Keith, do you think in our profession we will ever get to the point of asking recruits, how's the NIL offer yeah, from – We probably need to. Uh, is that is that, is that that a fair question? Yeah, we, we probably need to. Hey, I mean, John Doe, what, uh, how does Auburn's NIL offer to you compare – Yeah, and maybe that's the way to ask it, not how much. Right. How much might not be my business? It's not my business. I don't want him asking me how much my paycheck is. Yeah. God, I don't want him to know mine. No. Uh-uh. No. He would be like, damn, you're doing that for this? <laughs> but is it fair to say how how does Auburn's NIL package yeah, to you I, stack I up so. with Alabama's? I think so. We probably already should have been doing it. But, yeah, it's a, it's a whole new – you know, we're trying to learn, too, as we go. Sure. And our sources sort of – keep us in the loop the best they can. Hey, we feel good about this. And, and sometimes we can put two and two together. Sure. Sometimes they just, people just, Hey, uh, somebody, uh, uh, somebody may say, Hey, we hear Auburn's trending for this guy and NIL situation certainly help, you know, things like that. So it's not like we're totally out there and not in the loop, but we're not entirely in it either. I think you've got to, uh, w w the, the reason Auburn's going to have success in recruiting for, moving forward, regardless of who the coach is, is NIL, Auburn being um, what Auburn is, I think the opportunity for early playing time, especially for edges and offensive linemen and Keyshawn Blackstock, guys like that, Auburn's going to sign JUCOs. They're going to have three to four transfer portal guys. They're going to have three to four high school developmental guys. So this is going to be an interesting class, regardless of who the coach is. I'm excited. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to seeing how this pans out over the next two months. Uh, we're two months from signing day, uh, December the 21st. Whoever came up with that date ought to be shot. Yeah, I read, somewhere, I read somewhere somebody else wrote it was the 16th, but it, I, everything we have is the 21st, so hopefully that's, you know. Dude, let's, let, let, let me do this real quick. I've got it right here, Keith. Yeah. i got it right here saved. I've got my hunting trips around we're it. We're 20, uh, at 22 minutes, by the way. We've, well, we'll have, to, we'll have to throw a flag. Yeah. It's not December sixteenth because that's the contact period. Yeah. The the, the dead period starts December nineteenth. Yeah. It's the twenty first then. And the twenty first is the Wednesday. It's yeah. the twenty first. So a lot to go. So so two months, basically. Yeah. Two months yeah. until the dead period. Then the, the last forty eight hours is always the the, the the most fun. And think Great about all that happened between now and then at Auburn. We're going to watch this show, or I won't watch it, but thinking back to what we're talking about now, is it even going to matter? And if you have a new staff, there are literally going to be five, five new names pop up every day. New names of targets, and they're just going to be coming out of the blue. 
new staff, new assistants, were relationships with this guy that Auburn was not even recruiting. And, and, and the same can be said for, well, you know, if Rock Bell and Tony go somewhere, you don't think he's going to have, you know, Reuben Bain coming in for a visit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it works both ways. Uh, all right, Keith, we yep. threw the flag. We're taking the 15-yard penalty. We apologize for everybody for overstaying our welcome. I hope we didn't actually. Uh, but – Join us back Wednesday, man. We'll be back in 48 hours to do this all over again. We'll continue following the coaches. We'll continue putting out the uh, recruiting intel. We'll have a War Room Plus on Wednesday. We'll have the War Room on Friday. We'll have Modcast on Thursday. We've got content cranked out. We'll always be doing daily content on our YouTube page. Please like and subscribe to that page. We will appreciate it. Auburn Live on 3. Go check us out. 50% off an annual subscription. Whew. A lot of stuff going on, people. Come come, uh, come, learn about it with us because we're learning it on the fly as well. Thanks, to everybody, for listening. See you back Wednesday. For Zach in the back, for Keith Niebuhr, I'm Jeffrey Liebman. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.